0: Hey there friends, it's Nick. Now I know if you listened to yesterday's episode you are on the edge of your seat, your toilet seat perhaps, to see whether I actually managed to fix my problem yesterday. But I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. Today I want to talk about the third episode of The Last of Us, which I watched last night on Now TV here in the UK. It's on Sky if you've got Sky. And this is such a, I mean it's such an interesting show to be. I've talked over the last couple of weeks about how This has been adapted from this amazing, groundbreaking, in some ways, video game. But what we're not seeing is a a shot-by-shot remake of that video game. Certainly, plenty of things in the first couple of episodes match the game very well. But episode three in the series is this moment where we, for the first time, take things in, in quite a different direction. And it revolves around, although we still have Joel and Ellie are kind of protagonists. This episode revolves around another character, a a side character in the game, who they do meet in the game, Bill. Bill is a survivalist in our post-apocalyptic world where society is broken down. And when, when the army rounded up everyone from his town, Bill was in his basement, his hidden basement, and he, he he's stalled up with guns and ammo and food rations and you know fuel he's a guy who knows how to take care of himself he's also gay and he doesn't he doesn't really like people and as he says later in the episode, he was kind of glad when everyone died because really he's a guy who is comfortable on his own or it might, it might be better more accurate to say he is not comfortable around other people because in some sense he's he's struggling with with who he is and what we get in the game is we get this this interaction Joel and Ellie they come to him Joel knows him because they're looking for a car and as, as happens in a lot of sequences of the game there's a series of challenges a series of fights with infected to get to the point where we can have a car which also has a working battery and go on to the next section of the game. And in the game, there is a hint that that Bill was involved with another character, Frank. And later in the game, we find Frank had sort of stormed off. He'd obviously eventually been bitten and eventually they find his body he'd chosen. I think he, he hung himself, I think, in the game. But in the TV show... The writers have decided to do a lot more with this relationship and really the third episode revolves around this love story this love story between bill and frank and it ends very differently at the end of the game when when joel and annie leave bill at the end of the game bill is alone again alone and angry whereas in the tv show we see this relationship between bill and frank maturing over almost 20 years, and it's a love story, and one of the things that's so, so interesting about it, I suppose, is that it's the kind of love we don't often see on television, it's not romance, it's not that first thrill, or maybe there's some of that at the start, but but because it goes over such a long period, it's looking at what, at what romance turns into, because we all know that that excitement, that excitement of that first look or that first touch or that, you know, that sense of possibility. But for most of us, if we're lucky, I'm, I'm thinking if we're lucky and I've been married for almost 24 years and obviously things change things, you know, I, we, we, <laughs> we talk about it like wine, you know, it gets better. It gets deeper. Of course, of course you don't have, the, that thrill of romance in the same way. What you have is something that matures into something that's much deeper. And that, the, the TV show is showing that. It's showing that sense of relationship. And there are lots of wonderful moments. There are some good gags in there as well. Uh, the characters are played by Nick Offerman, who you may know from Parks and Recreation. And, oh, I'm blanking on the name of the actor who plays Frank, brilliant actor. He played the hotel manager in the first season of The White Lotus. Uh, really good good actor again both of these guys what's interesting is both of these guys uh, excellent comic actors and I've mentioned before probably that the thing about comedians I think is that they they make great actors because to me comedy is so much harder than straight acting (laughs) I've tried a little of both in my youth it's easy to be serious it's hard to be funny Uh, but both these guys are great comic actors they've got great timing but they're also showing in this show, they're great dramatic actors. And I want to just, from a storytelling perspective, from a business storytelling perspective, I want to just zero in on one moment. There's a, there's a, a time later in their relationship where one of them, unbeknownst to the other, swaps some a gun actually for a packet of seeds, a packet of strawberry seeds, and plants them and raises them, and eventually shows it's Frank who's doing this, He shows Bill this patch of strawberries that Bill had no idea existed. And there's this moment where they are both, they are taking a strawberry. And you can imagine that, you know, it's been, you know, it's been years, decades almost, since they've been able to have that. And this is exploding the moment. I've talked about this before, you know, that idea that, that we can take something that's normal and everyday in our story and really kind of dig into it and they you know they they they're smelling the strawberry and then they're tasting the strawberry and all of us watching you know my mouth is watering now as I talk about it and it's the it's the way the storytellers and the actors in this case take a thing that is everyday and simple to us and really dig into it and show us the magic of it and of course we can do that in in business storytelling, we do that with with clients sometimes. If we want to emphasise something or set something up. It's 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 like the equivalent of slowing down time. I do that in my my novels sometimes. You know, there's a moment where there's a fight or something, and we want to slow down that experience. In fact, in you know, you could argue that that you know, novel writing, certainly the kind of novel writing I do, is about speeding up the mundane stuff and really focusing in and and stretching out the the drama those moments of action and it's a really useful technique exploding the moment it's um something i learned from my friend sally who's a uh uh creative writing teacher in the in the us she's the one who turned me on to that phrase and i love it because because it's so evocative just like eating the strawberries and just to finish off i've been listening to hbo i've also got a podcast going out after every show with the creators will with um Neil Druckmann and his co co creator, and one one of the things they said early on, which is true of the game too, and I think is really interesting what it's a lens to look through this this series as is it's about love, but it's also The Last of Us as a as a entity is about love, also in some of its negative forms, the way that love can can get us into trouble, and you know can be something that is powerful, but sometimes far from positive. And I think it's it's a classic example. Last night's episode is a classic example of how these writers are committed to storytelling. They're committed to character development, just like they were in the game. And, you know, this is the stuff. This is the stuff that helps make our stories mean business. Thanks for listening. If you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.